Welcome to the Mindful Mom Podcast. My name is France Carrianne, mom and parenting coach. Most of the time, as parents, we are able to identify a challenge or a misbehavior with our child and we are told to fix it. However, I'm here to tell you that as long as you believe the child is the problem and that they have to be fixed, you're both going to keep suffering. I coach moms how to show up mindfully always, but especially when their children misbehave. Each week, I bring you a message to guide you on this journey we call parenting. My goal is to guide you to experience a deep, authentic connection with yourself and with your child through the beautiful moments and the challenging ones. Yes, it's possible. It's time for heartfelt, joyful, and simple parenting. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Enjoy. You are valued for the unique individual you are. This is the theme today. And it applies to both you and your child. Okay. So you are valued for the individual, for the unique individual you are. Your child needs to know this too. And you need to know this. Okay. So last week's episode, we talked about boundaries, right? So we all have um, inner and outer needs, right? There's many of them that we have. There's, I think there's about eight. And um, boundaries are an inner need. So what's the flip side of that? The flip side, which is the outer need, which is like the match made in heaven for the boundaries is differentiation. Okay, guys, this is huge, huge. It is so damn important for us to have this discussion today and for us to implement this in our lives, okay? So if you didn't tune into last week's episode, I recommend you pause this, go back, listen to it, and then come listen to this one, okay? But boundaries is, like, I'll just give you a quick recap, is the fence around your garden, right? Garden of your mind, garden of your body. Well, differentiation is what you plant and how you have styled the garden of your mind, of your body, to suit yourself, your preferences, and your desires, right? It's letting your child know and giving them the space to know that they are valued for the unique individual they are, okay? So small little things that we do as parents that don't allow our children to differentiate themselves from us. There's a few of them that I'm going to share with you today which are the most like the easiest to relate to and the most common, but there's also so many other ones, okay? So what is the opposite of differentiation? It's enmeshment, okay? So enmeshment is when any number of people interact with a lack of awareness of or consideration for other people's personal boundaries. This is, this type of environment is super, super hard to develop like a healthy emotional maturity. Okay, so enmeshment happens when your feelings, thoughts, and perceptions and ideas are treated as secondary by your tribe or your family, right? So let's put yourself in, you know, the even yourself when you're younger or like think about your child, right? Their feelings, their thought, their ideas, their perceptions are secondary to that of you or to that of like the family as a whole, okay? So you... The you you're becoming is set aside for the you that the other family members want to continue to see. So this is most likely what happened to what we all did growing up, right? 
we saw, oh, like this is not really accepted in our family and this is, so I'm, but you know, it doesn't align with me, but I'm just going to do it because this is what um, I can clearly see that other members in my family want to continue to see, right? So we slowly start to abandon our true selves to accommodate um, the needs of our, the greater needs of our whole family unit, if that makes sense. Okay, I get it's kind of a lot, but I wanted to give you like what the opposite of differentiation is, right? Enmeshment. So the bottom line is that your child needs to be seen for who they are, not for who you want them to be. Okay, and again, I'm going to remind you that I teach this, that as I say this, it's interchangeable. Okay, it's not just you, but it's like your child as well. So, and I also want you to know that it's not just you, right? Um, there's many, many people and factors that play a role and influence your child, their teachers, their peers, other parental figures or significant figures in their lives. Okay. So just, you know, don't take all of this onto yourself, right? Um, okay. So when your child is seen for who they are, they have the space to flourish to be all of who they really are, to be seen, validated, and accepted for their true authentic self is a vital piece of their personal expression, okay? Like this is some powerful things we need to do here. So how does this apply to parenting? Let me give you two little prompts here, okay? Be okay that your child is not the same as you. And I say you, but it can also be be okay that your child is not the same as their sibling or whatever, right? Their child is their unique self, okay? So meaning, where do we see this so, so, so often? Big things. There's, like I said, there's a bunch of little things, but the big things in sports, right? I played hockey. I'm just going to give hockey as an example. It's just so common, right? I played hockey. Um... I didn't really make it as a hockey player, or maybe I did, and I want my child to have the same chance as me, and, you know, I'm going to force my kid to play hockey. So is this what you want, or is this what your child wants? This, what, where does it come from? Most likely, it's some type of enmeshment, not allowing space for your child to be who they uniquely are, and not from a space of differentiation, okay, or healthy boundaries for that matter. Um, and for me, like it wasn't hockey, but it was swimming. Luckily, I'm 99% sure <laughs> that my daughter just naturally loves swimming. Okay. Like I don't have to force her to get into the pool. But for me, like it was that, like I was a swimmer, um, competitive swimmer, a lifeguard, a swimming instructor. Like I loved, I love being in the water, which is why I got a pool. Right. Um, so it, like, you know, forcing her to be in swimming lessons, she actually didn't like being in the actual swimming lesson so I took her out of it um I didn't force her to stay right but there's so many places where we just like unlived dreams unlived experiences that we had that we or ex yeah whatever we missed out on we want our kids to live so we like essentially force them into that without considering what they want that they're their own unique soul and we're harming their boundaries and we're creating massive enmeshment okay and then one that we see so often is with food, with food. Um, like, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, 
I get it. It's not easy to make a bunch of different meals for different people, but there's ways around it. And I can't even remember at this point, but I know that I've talked about it with different in different podcast episodes about how you can, you know, make it kind of easy, easy way to have different um, meals for your family. But so many people were raised that like, you know, the one bite test, um, the one bite rule, or even just the fact that like, um, you know, eat what's on your plate, and that's it. Like, don't ask any questions. It is what it is, right? Well, that's not okay. Like, it's really not okay, in my opinion, because what it does is it causes enmeshment, right? So last week, we talked about the story of the fox and the chicken to explain boundaries to our kids. To explain differentiation to my daughter, what I use is taste buds, okay? And okay, so let me go back for excuse me for one second here with food like you know for example my daughter so I learned her human design which you know when it comes to differentiation specifically it's so helpful because you understand you get a blueprint of who your child is and it makes it so much easier to allow them to be who they are right so I have a program to help you with that so if you're curious you know look in the show notes or um, come find me on Instagram but it's not the point of this however super beneficial right Um, but I learned through human design, like, I mean, I already knew it, but like, it showed me like black and white and like impossible to ignore, right? That, um, Daphne and I have different digestion types, right? We digest our food differently. She's an active, uh, digestion and I have passive digestion, which means she eats more than me. Um, and our types are also like different, right? So within passive and, and active, there's different types and they're different. She doesn't like anything touching on her plate. She like, I thrive off, <laughs> like some people need recipes to like, you know, make, cook food, but I thrive off like looking in the fridge, what's there, throwing stuff together and just creating a meal from that. And it's like growing up, it was called the giblot. <laughs> and it was just like, whatever's there, throw it together. It'll taste good. Um, and she hates that, right? Even things like stir fries, which is like what I thrive on making, um, stir fry type meals. She hates them because their foods are, the foods are touching, right? So I have to like take the rice, put it aside or the quinoa, whatever my base is and take like the veggies and the meat and separate it and like put a little bit aside and put it all on her plate, not touching. Mine is all going to be like mush together as a stir fry and she needs it all to be non-touching right I make a lot of fruit salads in the summer uh, she doesn't like a fruit salad she cuts up her own fruit and she makes it as a fruit plate with all the different f- fruits like to- separate right so like it's a simple thing and I get like it could be more complicated especially if you have more children but it's such a big place for them to learn from such an early age that who they uniquely are is okay and it's more than okay right um forcing them to just eat what's on their plate because you don't want the extra work like i don't love that um i didn't always see it this way but the more that i dove into human design the more that i dove into inner child healing and this kind of work it's like mm, we don't realize how much it's impacting our children by you know forcing them to eat what's on the plate or even the one bite or like have two bites and if you don't like it that's a you know what when you learn your child's human design and how they're meant to digest food some of them 
they just know by looking at something that they will not like it, right? So by forcing them to have those one or two bites, you're literally like harming their boundaries, right? And not and creating enmeshment and not allow them to differentiate in the world, which it starts with that. But the more that you have your boundaries um, not tended to, I, I can't think of the word right now, but the more that people don't follow your boundaries growing up, um, the more that you're enmeshed, like the harder it becomes to establish those healthy boundaries as an adult. And um, then it becomes, you know, you, you, you get into very unhealthy relationships is what I'm trying to say. Okay, so the first thing on how you can apply this to parenting is be okay that your child is not the same as you. Okay, so just a recap here. Um, so if you're like finding yourself trying to force your child to do something, ask yourself and ask yourself, like, is this because I love this and I want them to be like me or to try it or whatever? Or is it because it's what they want, right? And then the other thing is to seek to understand and be open to learning how your child sees the world. Okay. Um, so just when they voice, when they have the courage to voice their preferences, don't dismiss it right away, right? If they say, mom, I don't want to eat this tonight. Maybe start being curious about that. Don't dismiss it right away. Ask them what they like. And like what I could have said earlier too is like, you know, depending on their age, but if they do have a very different digestion than you and you don't want to do all the extra work, then, you know, get them to help out in the kitchen. Go grocery shopping with them. See what they can easily help you out with, okay? It doesn't need to be like a super hard thing to do, okay? So what happens when we stop forcing our children to do and to be what we want them to do and be, right? You start giving you start meeting their needs more and more. Okay, so I think it was in this episode or maybe last episode, like we have eight like inner and outer needs that I talk about, but really at the core, we only have three. There's only three core psychological needs that you and your child needs to meet. It's to be seen, to be heard, and to know that they matter. So the eight is just going into a little bit more details to make it more tangible on how do you see your child? How do you make sure they're heard and how do you tell them that they matter and that they're worthy, right? So differentiation allows them to be seen for who they are. So it is meeting one or more of their core psychological needs, right? To be seen for who they are. So if they're like, mom, I don't want to eat this tonight. And you're like, eat it. Like, that's it. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> eat it. There's nothing else to eat. Like, I'm not making another meal. Not feeling seen, not feeling word, heard, not feeling that they're worthy of having the food that they desire to have. Versus the other approach is like, okay, well, what could we make for you? Like, can you come help me? What do you want to eat? Right? Boom, right there, shifts. They feel seen, they feel heard, and they feel like they matter, right? So differentiation allows them to be seen and heard and worthy for who they are, feel worthy for who they are, right? So what happens when we meet their needs is that there's more and more and more desirable behavior because they feel worthy. They feel worthy, right? And when you feel worthy, there's no need to like throw tantrums to get attention 
to try to be seen or to be somebody else to try to be seen and to be heard, right? No need for that. I'm not going to say your child's going to be perfect, but you're going to see a lot less undesired behavior, okay? So learn how to apply this in your life because you are telling your child by your energy, actions, and words that they are valued for their unique individual that they are. Okay, so if you're like, this sounds complicated, I get it. But the, the ripple effect of it, the outcome of it is huge, right? It's huge. So be okay that your child is not the same as you. Seek to understand and be open to learning how your child sees the world. Okay, again, this is a glimpse of what we are up to inside mindful nurturance. Okay, so follow the link in the show notes. Come find me on Instagram if you desire to have to ask more questions and register for this phenomenal program. Like I said before, this is a complete game changer. And it's what I wish to that I had in life growing up, right? Because learning how to meet our needs and the needs of our children, like both inner and outer, is one of the best things we can do in life, right? Learning differentiation, loving boundaries, and so much more. It's so important. And everyone that I speak to who learns about this and who, you know, does this work as an adult, they all say they wish they had it younger, right? So why don't we do this? Why don't we teach our kids now? And it will just create a deeper, more loving connection between the two of you. That's another byproduct to look forward to, okay? So thank you for listening today. I hope this was of value for you. I hope that if there, you can see that there's areas of enmeshment in your life, um, even with your own core family uh, or within your, like your maternal family, is that what it's called? Like as, you know, your parents and siblings, um, if you have any, see how you can start to differentiate yourself and then seeing how you can start to allow your child to differentiate themselves, okay? This is such an important conversation. If you, I'd love your feedback on this, come leave a review or even come find me on Instagram. And it, my link is in the show notes to find me on Instagram. I just want to know what you took away from this episode. And I'm inviting you to invite me into another topic that you'd like me to dive deeper into um, for the next episodes. So thank you so much for listening today. We will chat soon. I hope you loved this episode. Have you joined Becoming Intentional yet? This is all about breaking the cycle of reactivity and showing up mindfully always, but especially when your child misbehaves. You will understand the impact of your parenting style. You will learn how to effectively master self-regulation and easily teach it to your child. You will have the best tools to build your child's self-esteem. You will build your understanding of what your child needs and how you can meet these needs. Those are only some of the benefits you experience when you go through this program. Follow the link in the show notes for Becoming Intentional and then come find me on Instagram. Let me know how this program is transforming how you are showing up for your child.
If you desire guidance from me every week, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and also follow me on Instagram or TikTok. I want to leave you with this quote. Great parenting happens when you start controlling yourself and stop controlling your child. Parenting is more about reparenting yourself as it is about parenting your child. This is a process. This is a journey and I am here to guide you one connection at a time. Thank mm-hmm. you.